0: bung 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 coffee i fucked up the first recording and i'm here again this is going to be the shortest ad read for bung bung coffee of all time it's the best coffee you'll ever get it tastes good it makes your face look good it makes people other people's faces that wouldn't necessarily look good to you look better to you it's like that movie shallow how in a cup so drink the bung bung coffee is going to make you better at what you do smarter um, more fiscally responsible get around it uh, BungBungCoffee.com will get you to the to the site and promo code party, powdy will get you 15% off all orders. Bungbuncoffee.com, that's B-U-N-G, B-U-N-G-coffee.com. Enter promo code PODY for 15% off of all orders no minimum order no maximum order and um what a life-changing experience you will have let's start the show welcome to welcome to the party best show on the internet ask anybody you know it's easy money sit back relax get your headphones everybody Welcome to Welcome to the Party, blackout in the booth, every episode's a party We go hard like Ricky Bobby, tell a friend to tell a friend, this is Welcome to the Party Welcome to the Party, bung bung! It's your man Claytron. a.k.a. the Big Boss Man, a.k.a. the Clumsy Jeweler Because I'm always dropping gems, a.k.a. the Milk Man, because I always deliver A.k.a. the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI podcast and the Captain I'm back here again for the maybe the fourth time
1: <laughs> with Blake Everett. Oh man the one and only. It's good to be here with the milkman. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love your milk, I love your coffee.
0: Oh, and how do you take your coffee?
1: How do I take my coffee? Well, you, you said, you know, n- there's no minimum order. So when I order from you, I get one bean. One bean. One bean. <laughs> That'll last me up to three years. Sometimes. Yeah, and that's
0: sometimes you, gotta, you got to yeah. uh, do the the fun things in life sparingly.
1: Absolutely. Because yeah. otherwise you'll get over it. If I have too much coffee, I'm going to go fucking crazy. Yeah, absolutely loco. <laughs> For loco. We are here with Blake
0: Everett. Um, fresh from Fringe World Perth, yes. I'm beside myself is the name of your show. Sure is, Blake Everett. I'm beside myself. Tell us about the show. We're going. We're doing plugs off the top.
1: Great. I love plugs and I love coffee and I love shallow hell. Shallow hell is a great film. I, I, don't, th- Black. I don't. I don't love, think it's aged uh, well. <laughs> Uh, no, no, not in this climate. It's a, I love a movie where a, a man has to be hypnotised to appreciate a fat woman. <laughs> that's the premise of it. I remember, because, uh, what's it, Jason, Alexanders Jason Alexander? Jason Alexander, well, yeah, George. Uh, basically playing George again. Yeah. And I always just remember that scene where he leaves a woman because her second toe is longer than her big toe.
0: Yeah, and that is gross, but (laughs) but it should never be the reason you leave a woman. No, no, there should be other reasons. Like (laughs) it's
1: a toxic relationship or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, Speaking of Jason Alexander, he gets a lot of praise for being such a fantastic actor. And I I love him as George. Yeah. But he's not like uh, Mr. Oscar winner, you know, he's not.
1: No, yeah. Have you seen him in
0: anything else that's like sort of blown
1: your mind? Um, I saw him in the feature film Dunstan Checks In. Oh yes, which is about a, a, an orangutan who <laughs> checks into a hotel. And I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't uh, quite call that. I wouldn't call that Jason Alexander's magnum opus. No, but uh, he, he definitely should have at least won maybe a Independent Spirit Award for <laughs> yeah, it or something.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to have spirit to. You know, work alongside a monkey. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, you know, he's he's good. Uh, he didn't say the n word on the uh, laugh factory stage. Yeah, yeah, like his other
0: his other orangutan co co worker. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, Michael Richards, the yeah. orangutan. <laughs>
0: um yeah so tell us tell oh, us yeah. about i'm beside myself sorry i
1: i pushed the the plug back a bit because i wanted to talk about the cast of seinfeld yeah we've well got, I, I i couldn't we've got help two it. more people when we when, we, talk about. when <laughs> we
0: brought up jason alexander i had to say yeah. my piece about him maybe being wrongly given for, uh, stolen valor really yeah of being a phenomenal actor yeah, when you're he's absolutely right, he's yeah. George.
1: He's George. He's George. Yeah. And that's all he'll ever be. Yeah.
0: And he was in Kirby Enthusiasm as, as essentially George. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Larry David was in Kirby Enthusiasm as, as essentially George. George. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um uh, before we plug my show, you oh know. Yeah. I want to. Of course I do. Yeah. Let's unplug for a sec. Let's unplug. Let's let's turn these mics off. Let's get real. Let's go off acoustic. mic. Let's go off mic. <laughs> Easy money. <laughs> That was beautiful. What a beautiful sound effect.
0: Oh, we've got we've got, we've got plenty. We'll, no,
1: I can't wait to hear more. Oh, we'll go crazy. I, I was going to say, the first time I ever came to Adelaide, I might have told you this before, uh, but I probably haven't told you, the listener. Hello. We've got so
0: many new listeners. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah.
1: Great. Yeah, so they need I hope to they're right. buying coffee.
0: <laughs> Some of them are. Come that's on, ori- guys. That's use, the only source the of discount funding code. we've got. <laughs>
1: First time I came to Adelaide was 2016, outside of Fringe, uh, in October. And uh, the reason I came was to see Jerry Seinfeld oh, right. when he was here. And the way that happened was a year before the concert, I was in my clubbing phase. I was 18. Yep. I was going to a place called Rats in... Uh, in Melbourne, which I describe these days as a sarcophagus of sleaze—oh, real horrible place—but at the time, it's where I needed to be. Yeah, okay. And I met part of your journey, g- absolutely. And I'm I'm glad to have gone through that part and left it behind me.
0: Yeah, and you, I think you definitely did leave the sleaze behind you because you're a beautiful man.
1: Oh, thank you. So Inside much. and out, you're making me want to be sleazy with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I met this guy there, just maybe one or two nights. We connected because we were both wearing Hawaiian shirts which was also another part of my journey, uh, wearing a lot of Hawaiians.
0: Well, I think you were still in that journey the last time you were here.
1: Yeah, it's only kind of a recent departure, yeah. I think. Uh, but he, this guy, his name is Lachlan. We met a couple of times. We became friends on Facebook. And then he messaged me one day out of the blue and he was like, hey, I'm, uh, I've got two tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld in Adelaide in a year's time. Two tickets to paradise. Do, yeah. Do you want to come with me? I went, um, Sure you know i don't really know this guy but why not he's like cool well let's catch up at some point just make sure you know we're we like one another and i was like okay okay so six months after the invitation we catch up and we just have a a a coffee well six months
0: after the invitation yeah so hold on where was the invitation was it at rats
1: no he messaged me on facebook Oh, okay he told me and wait so
0: he knew that you were like into
1: yeah he knew i did comedy yeah um so I think at the time I was going to Rats, it was also the time I did my very first comedy show. Yeah. So I was in year 12, I was 18 and my show was called I Should Be Studying and uh, it was fun. And I remember going to Rats uh, and I'd always have my flies with me yep. and just kind of pop them around the venue leave them out in like the smokers area on the tables and that. And uh, people would be like, hey, is this, is this you? I'm like, well, yeah, it is actually. Oh, wow. I didn't, didn't wow, see that put there? that there? <laughs> he looks funny. <laughs> um, so he knew I did comedy and maybe we'd spoken about Seinfeld, but it still felt a little out of the blue. And he's yeah. like, well, let's do it. So we catch up six months later. He's not a psycho. I'm like, cool. I'm good to go. Good. Another six months later, the date is approaching. Yeah. So I come up about a week earlier. He's got work, so he's going to come on the weekend. So I come here, and I do my first gigs in Adelaide. Uh, do Rhino Room, do Cranker Comedy, and uh, I do The Marion.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, so was, yeah. Nice.
1: So it was a nice week of gigs. And then uh, he flies in on the Saturday. I pick him up, and that night uh, we go and see Jerry Seinfeld. And I was kind of like... You know, he's, 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 a, he's great, yeah. but I've always kind of felt, especially at that age, that the stand-up was the worst part of the show. Yeah, So, oh, Jerry's talking again. Yeah, Just yeah. show me how he gets the ideas. <laughs> you know? yeah. So I wasn't super excited, but I was like, you know, it's going to be good to see a living comedy legend. Mm. And it was so funny. Yeah, right. He's just a master of his craft yeah. and his skills of observation are just second to none. Yeah. And uh No, I
0: don't think you've told that story on There you the, go. Uh, well I'm I'm glad I could that was share fresh it. Here. To
1: my ears and the day one listeners' ears. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, wow. <laughs> and then I think with this guy, so after the show, I think we went to Nordburger, got a burger. Was Beautiful good. So it was, a, it was a nice day. And then I think the plan was we were gonna stay a couple more nights and <laughs> the next morning we're up. He's like, oh, yeah, let's, uh, let's do a couple of things. We do one thing, and he's like, nah, I'm sick of Adelaide. And then we left. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so that was my first time here.
0: What was the thing that you did that made him hate Adelaide so much? What was
1: it? I, I think we just walked down Rundle Mall. Oh, <laughs> you know, sorry, okay, guys. So you did do it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, actually, we did two things. We went for a walk down Rundle Mall, and then he he was like, "Let's go for a drive out this way." Uh, and I would hired a camper van, so we kind of went for a drive out to towards like the wine region. Yeah, and he sees this big tree on the side of the road. He's like, hey, pull up here! Pull up here! So I pull up, and then he gets out and he starts looking for mushrooms around the base of this tree. Right, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm I'm looking for drugs." <laughs> I say, "Oh, it makes sense." I did meet you at a very dingy nightclub in yeah. Melbourne.
0: Okay, well, yeah, it all comes full circle. Yeah, uh, there is a there is a forest somewhere down south where where you. Where people do go and harvest mushrooms. Great, I'll send him a message. Yeah, get him to I come back. I give I it a second seen chance him since twenty sixteen.
1: <laughs> Mate, let's go to Adelaide. Again. Yeah, give
0: it a second chance, Lockie. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: wow. Uh, and then there is what? Who else? There is Elaine, and I don't have anything in particular to say about her. She's very funny and uh, good on her. Newman. <laughs> yeah, Newman. Yeah. yeah, he's also in Dunstan. Checks in, I think. Maybe.
0: My Dunstan checks, checks in like reference knowledge. is <laughs> it's, it's not up to scratch. Man, we should have watched it. Before yeah, we, we started should have. We it. really should. But have. I
1: feel like Wayne Knight is in Dunstan Checks in.
0: Wayne Knight, and is he is that uh, fat Wayne or skinny Wayne? Because I've seen him in movies since Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. he uh, he definitely shed a lot of that. He did weight. yeah. I yeah. think
1: it was around the time he was doing Seinfeld. It might yeah, have been okay. early two thousands, but uh, he still very much looks like Newman. Yeah. Damn! Yeah. what a character. Anyway, can I plug my goddamn show? <laughs> yeah, come on, let's do it. What's um? So I'm beside myself. Yeah, so it's a, a sketch and musical comedy show. Um, very silly. Uh, I start the show as a cult leader. Oh, I like that. And it's it's pretty crazy. I, uh, so I did it in Perth for uh, nine nights, which was fun. Uh, yeah, it was good to work the show up and get it in a place where I'm really excited to be doing it now in yeah. Adelaide. But it was hard, you know, I was kind of giving out a lot of free tickets just to get people in the room. And, you know, word started spreading, but it wasn't a long enough run for it to really kind of kick into gear. Yeah.
0: And what's, um, what's your run here in Adelaide?
1: So uh, I'm doing six nights, mm-hmm. at the Rhino Room, March seven to the twelfth. Uh,
0: like the Rhino Room upstairs?
1: Uh no, but, I'm, the, I'm in the basement. Yeah, which one? Which room? <laughs> I'm in the Drama Alarm. Drama Alarm, nice, which is nice. That's yeah. a fun,
0: fun little room. Yeah. Well, the the biggest of the three downstairs. Yeah, rooms. yeah,
1: yeah. But it's a really nice space. So yeah. yeah, can't wait for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, awesome. I think, um, I think
1: next year I'm going to go
0: for Hell's Kitchen.
1: Yeah, uh, super. I've done, I think, two shows in there. Mm-hmm. And It's such a perfect space. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: cool. I um, my first ever time being on stage for Fringe was in there. I yeah. was I was opening for uh, Zach Watson, mm. and um, low, very low ceilings. I was definitely like, <laughs> I really thought you could say Zach
1: Watson, very low self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't call it. But um, <laughs> yeah, the, I I thought I was gonna bang my head because it's got that beam yeah. that kind of comes yeah. down. So I was like. Would have been good to have a stool. i yeah. think, in, in that room. But. Yeah.
1: I, I didn't bang my head in that room. So Oliver and I did a uh, Oliver Coleman and I did a show in that room called uh, Blake and Oliver Dig Their Own Graves. In yes, which we played two struggling shovel salesmen on the run from the Russian mob, and that was the first time we'd ever done that show. And I had this bit where I get really angry, and um, in one particular show, I kind of like hit the wall and put a hole through the wall in hell's kitchen
0: oh yeah you told me about that i don't think that was in the the show i was at but Yeah, yeah but
1: just, yeah just smashed the wall and then we had a second show that night so between the shows just put up like an a4 bit of paper and yeah. gaffed it on <laughs> and i kind of explained to the audience early on i was like by the way i i think they're a little bit hesitant um in, you know Loosening up and laughing. Yeah. So I was like, just so you know, we had another show before. I got angry and I put a hole in the wall. So you better start fucking laughing. <laughs> then later in the show, I, I had a moment where I pretended to get angry and just very lightly punched the A4 oh, paper through. Right. And it was nice. Yeah. Then the next day, we uh, we come in <laughs> expecting the, the hole to still be there. But our tech, Maddie, what she did was she took a photo of the, the hole uh, printed it out, put it in a, in a frame and hung the frame over the <laughs> hole. <laughs> that
0: is fantastic. Yeah,
1: it was lovely. Love that, love that. <laughs> And the venue didn't make me pay for any damage. Oh, that's great. So I think the message I want to give out to everyone is if you've got anger issues, just let them out. You know, there's going to be no consequences. No consequences at all. You're not going to have to pay for the damage. It's fine.
0: Yeah, it's a healthy way to express the way you're feeling. Yeah. Even if what you're really feeling is sadness,
1: use anger. Absolutely. If you feel a little down, go and drink a cup of bung bung coffee (laughs) and smash a hole through a wall.
0: Put some bung bung coffee in a cup, not quite to the top. Put the rest whiskey. Really get your emotions worked up. Start punching things.
1: <laughs> it's a good idea, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, no, that was that was a great show. I'm beside myself. Sounds like just
1: just as good, if not better. I I am really happy with it. I think it's the best thing I've ever made. That's great. Well, that's yeah.
0: yeah. And that's um I had a I had an interesting conversation with someone the other night. Yeah. Um, because I had a bit of a uh issue at my show Mm. with some some i'm in an outdoor venue yeah some guys jumped the fence and started Mm. heckling and i i struggled to deal with it and then i struggled to like sort of get the crowd back after the whole thing so um uh, yeah i was talking to a friend after the show because i was pretty down Mm. and he he said being a creative doesn't get easier with the experience it's actually one of the few things that gets harder because yeah. you're seeing things that you've never seen before, you're noticing things that you've never noticed, mm. and like, yeah, you you might get better at painting, yeah, but your errors are going to look so much bigger.
1: Sure, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I um took some comfort in that, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah, being able to to feel that you're you're putting out your best work, um, is yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Um. I feel I feel the same about my show. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess, it, yeah, comedy—you gotta you gotta execute, and yeah. it's just like it's,
1: you you gotta be on. Yeah. You can say night. the same
0: words every night, but it's yeah. not gonna have the same result.
1: Yeah. And then when you've got hecklers as well, it yeah. always makes it more difficult. Like, yeah. I did a show in Perth, uh, which I ended up being a really good show. Yeah. But I think you know I've been doing comedy since I was fourteen, mm. so like eleven years now. Wow. And I think it was the hardest show I've ever had to do in my life. Why is that? Um, it, was, it was good. It was a Saturday. So, you know, I, I always find Saturdays to be the hardest night of the week because everyone's a bit more drunk. Yep. And my shows are often a bit more theatrical. Yeah. And so if you talk, I'm going to go five minutes over. Yeah, that's how, that's how it works. Yeah. I've got a very tightly scripted 57 ish minutes. Yeah, which doesn't sound as tight when I put the ish. ish after yeah. fifty-seven. Minutes. Um, and yeah, so this crowd, they, uh, you know, they were great, really into it, you know, but from the get go, they just were heckling, like nearly everyone, every single group had someone that wanted to talk. And it wasn't bad heckling. Yeah. it was good. You know, they were sticking to the narrative. But I had to stop so much and go, hey, this is my time to shine. Yeah, it, okay? if you're yeah. going to talk that much, come to rehearsals. Yeah, okay, and then we'll figure. It yeah, out. we'll
0: get we'll get we'll get this nice and
1: tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll make it a, a, a group show. Okay? Yeah, but for now it's a solo. Listen to me.
0: It's so it's so frustrating in yeah. the comedy world because people don't go to yeah. uh, Hamilton yeah. and yeah. yell out at the actors. <laughs> <You> know, Aaron <laughs> Burr. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just comedy. Like yeah. like people feel. They always yeah. feel like that's they're making the show better, yeah. or or it's it's part of it. Yeah.
1: Um. But I, I've I've had a couple of friends who have seen shows like in Broadway, and they've said to me that audiences in broad on Broadway are some of the worst people you'll ever meet. Just so rude. Like she said that she went and saw this show, and there was someone sitting next to her, maybe in their fifties, just playing Angry Birds volume on no in the middle of Matilda or something like that
0: that has to be an anomaly (laughs) (laughs) she can't be at every
1: show (laughs) yeah well maybe this person isn't playing Angry Birds all the time (laughs) but that's kind of the level you know yeah right you'll get people on their phones and there's there's a performer Patti LuPone Mm -hmm. uh, who I don't know too much about but if you search them up you can find clips of them just going absolute crazy because someone's on their phone in the audience yeah which is, you know, you're doing a scripted show. You really shouldn't be breaking, but she'll kind of just break character and go, get the fuck off your phone. I'm performing. Pay attention to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I understand it. I I understand (laughs) it 100%. I don't understand why you would buy tickets um, to my show,
1: which is only... $28, $28, let alone... I don't a, understand why people would buy tickets to your show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, but, like, Broadway is expensive.
0: Yeah. So why why go there and not experience what you've paid for? I don't get it.
1: Because I, uh, I even... I, another show I had in Perth, I had a couple of middle-aged women in the crowd, and from the moment I, I came on stage, their arms were crossed, and they just weren't ready to accept... That they were at a comedy show. Yeah. And <laughs> th- the entire time, like everyone was kind of sitting in the middle and then there was like a side section of chairs and they were the only two people there. I was like, hey guys, do you want to move here so I don't have to crane my neck to perform for you? And they were like, no, we'll, we'll stay here.
0: Oh, do you think they were like reviewers or judges or something? No, no, no they
1: weren't. They uh, actually, they got free tickets. Yeah. Right. And you know, if you get free tickets, just kind of loosen up, just yeah. enjoy it. Be you know, happy it to be there. Just give it a go, you yeah. know. And I appreciate that they you know, gave it a go. Um, but yeah, you know, I've got a bit in my song. I've got a I've got a bit in the show where it's like an eight minute long song, which I you know I power through. Yeah. And about four minutes into it, I just look over and I see this woman whose name is Sonia. I got her name, <laughs> uh, and she just kind of collapses into her hands, face in hand, and just the most negative body uh, movement I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm not going to win them back. Yeah. They're done. And then afterwards, I uh, I went and saw another show. I went and saw Shad and Pete, yep. who you've had all the potty before. And uh, I go and see their show. I come in a little bit late. <laughs> I sit down and I see sitting two rows in front of me. Sonia. Sonia. And they're <laughs> loving it. Oh, my God. They're having God. the time of their life. And afterwards, when they're leaving – They lock eyes with me and they, hey, great show, wasn't it? And she was like, yeah. Oh,
0: my God.
1: Next day, I get up and in Perth, you can leave, as an audience member, you can leave little reviews. The fringe feed. Yeah, like fringe reacts. And you've kind of got options to choose from, which are Laugh So Hard I Cried, which I got quite a few of, uh, not to brag. Beautiful. Uh, uh, The the greatest of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's some more negative ones, which are like, Not My Cup of Tea. Yep or or something like that and this Sonia left a review. this person who got free tickets also I believe if you get free tickets, just keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah if you paid 20 bucks, then you're entitled you've got, you've to got your the opinion, right yeah but be quiet otherwise. yeah and her review, the react she chose was not my cup of tea.
0: Yeah you and went for free, you can't yeah, yeah
1: And her review was <laughs> unimpressed, highly confusing. <laughs> what an idiot it's, I don't think the show Is that confusing I think you're just A, a silly woman Yeah Yeah <laughs> Dumb bitch They, they call them <laughs> But I, I wish you all the best I, I, uh, Cut that <laughs> No 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 Let's keep in play yeah. calling A woman a dumb bitch <laughs> Let's go back To talking about oh, What the hell Kawhi, That's Kawhi Leonard
0: Laughing at us Yeah great Thanks for laughing at Yeah <laughs> Um yeah, wow. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about the um the fringe reacts. Yeah. Um. That I think that is the only negative one you can leave. They're they're all like yeah, pretty positively geared. Yeah. Um, I
1: think there's one other one that kind of leans towards uh, negative. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what it is. But there's, some, a, there's some, another one. There's sexy fringe show. Which yeah. No one did that one for No that. one's
0: ever done that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for like a naked circus or something.
1: Yeah. Oh, the other ones, uh, I've got them here. Emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, recycle that. Would see again. And no idea what I just saw. Oh, yeah. That's a negative. Which uh, I also got one of them, uh, which the react was, no idea what I just saw. And the review was, sometimes laughter is a coping mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> Uh I only
0: got one of those reacts and it was the yeah. it was the goat. So I was happy with that. Oh great. And she gave, she said nothing. She said, um, good show, very funny. That's all it said. <laughs> um That's nice though. The frustrating thing was that the the woman's name was Rachel that left it, which is happens to be my girlfriend's yeah. name. So no one will even believe that <laughs> <laughs> that it was a random person that, that gave me that.
1: I actually, I've got some friends who I think you know as well, uh, John and Ollie, who are doing a show called John and Ollie Put the Kettle On, which has won weekly awards in both Perth and Adelaide now. Yeah. And it's such a fun, silly show. But uh, they got a review, uh, which I think was a no idea what I just saw, uh, or it might have been a not my cup of tea. I think it was the first review they got. Here it is. This is one of the funniest audience reviews. It's so... Full on, that you can't help but not laugh at it. I can't wait. So here it is. It's uh, Not My Cup of Tea, and it's from Jane G, reviewed on the 28th of January, 2023. Here's what it says. This may be the worst show I have ever seen. Not My Cup of Tea doesn't even begin to cover it. (laughs) The fact that Fringe allowed these guys to charge $30 per ticket Is absolutely criminal <laughs> Oh my god Imagine going to a comedy show so this, this show is just so silly Like yeah. They do a, they do like a karaoke And one of them's singing as a dog And one's singing as a goat <laughs> It's just real kind of silly yeah. random stuff To be that offended By something that's so innocuous Yeah It's like don't let it keep you up Yeah it's crazy like Don't that. worry about it <laughs> That end of it is truly insane
0: because it's like it's not even offensive. Yeah, but John like, and
1: Ollie should be locked up in the gulag. Yeah, <laughs> send them to Alcatraz.
0: But then, like, to even go to a comedy show to like an edgy comedian that's saying like crazy shit, right? Yeah. But it's a comedy show, so they're they're joking because yeah. that's what comedy sure. is is jokes. Yeah. And to be offended by jokes is is nuts. But like to be offended by someone pretending to be a dog singing karaoke, is yeah, like. Give it a rest, man. Like, just just take it for what it is. It's fun. It's silly. Yeah.
1: Let's just have a good time. Yeah. Not everything you see is going to be your cup of tea. Yeah, or what you and expect. And that's fine.
0: Like, sure, yeah. Just because you don't expect it doesn't mean it's yeah. bad. I, like?
1: I often apologize uh, for not being Dave Hughes. Yeah, yeah. Because I think a lot of people come in and they just want some conventional stand-up. They yeah. want what they see on the gala. Yeah. And I'm not that.
0: No. <laughs> not many, like, I guess not many people are, though. No. Because, yeah. like, I mean, if everybody was doing that, like, it is already, like, you know, no offence to Dave but it's, like, it's a bit like, okay, I've, you know, I've seen this. Yeah,
1: you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got his thing. Yeah. You know, uh, I think the weirdos need to come out to play. Yeah. And uh, Earth as a and humanity as a species need to get on board. Support it. That's what the fringe is all about. Yeah, try something new, and uh, if you don't like it, that's fine. Yeah, kill Just yourself. <laughs> I didn't say that. Got that? Got that? <laughs>
0: um, have you got Have you got any um, like lineup gigs that you are going to be on like yeah, during the week I, as well? I think
1: I am doing Cranker Comedy. Yep. on Tuesday, doing a couple of the best of Fringe Comedy in the Garden on the weekend. Yeah, nice. Uh, maybe a couple other things. I uh, I drove in on. Friday, I drove from Melbourne, got up at 7.30am after going to bed at 1.30am. So, eight hour drive on five hours sleep. The ratio's off there.
0: Yeah, that is
1: that is very off. So, drove in, uh, went and met the people I'm staying with who are lovely and that was really nice. Then I uh, go and do a, a friend's uh, podcast, another friend. Yeah. Sorry to break it to you, but I've got multiple friends who do podcasts. Less a friend. She doesn't sell coffee though. Oh, so, what an idiot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do that. Uh, Which was nice. Uh, Then I go and pick up my flyers, go and see a couple of shows, go see Dougie Baldwin, who did a a really great show here, which is finished now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he does a show on weekends at Arthur's Art Bar called Limbo Comedy, which I'm actually doing on Friday, uh, which is a real fun kind of alternative comedy night. So if you want to see something silly, see all the weirdos in one space at one time, great show to go and see.
0: And Friday is the 10th.
1: Absolutely. That's right. Um,
0: of, of March 10th of March 10th of March yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so I, uh, I I went and saw his show then I went and saw Oliver Coleman's new show which was great as well Neon Neon that's yep. it uh, which is finished so don't worry about yeah, it yeah don't worry about it uh, and then I did three gigs I did Rhino Late Show yes uh, Lies and Clowns mm-hmm. which is also like an alternative comedy night in gluttony and then I did Fat Cave yeah which was so much fun got on stage around 1am Wow, uh, and I, after yeah, such a big day, I was like, I'm ready for bed, and I went to bed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and you've got you've got interesting uh, roommates.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, so I'm staying with. Uh, I messaged a, a friend of mine who lives here. And I said, hey, man, um, my my accommodation's fallen through. Do you know anything uh, that could work out for me? And he said, "Um, yeah, let me get back to you. And an hour later, he messages me saying, so my neighbours said they can put you up for your entire trip. And I get there, and this house is beautiful. I've got a whole section to myself. It's a little...
0: little Ritzy section of Adelaide. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to be staying on a couch yeah.
1: with an open micer. So I'm so glad yeah. that I've got a ruined myself. I have got an ensuite. They've got a heritage listed pool in their backyard. I
0: don't even know what that means.
1: <laughs> Neither do I. I didn't know that you could have your own pool that's heritage listed. Yeah, that's unbelievable. unbelievable. So I, I was catching up on sleep uh, on Saturday, and I, uh, you know, I was up for a bit, kind of just meandering about, and then uh, I wake up around six thirty and uh, this woman, you know, they're both in their 60s, really lovely, cool people, uh, but she comes in, she's like, hey, we've got some friends over, would you like to join us for a steak and wine dinner? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. She's like, well, yeah, I bought you a steak, so it's got your name on it.
0: On, well, that is the dream.
1: Yeah, so I go out and I, uh, I join all of them for steak and, and lots of wine, uh, and then this, uh, this guy that's here who's friends with them, um, he's got bad back pain, and to counteract that, He smokes a lot of marijuana. Mm. So, next thing you know, uh, we're having our steaks, we're having our wine. We start smoking a couple of joints. Beautiful. Uh, Smoke a a weed vape, my first time doing that. Yes. And what an incredible experience. So, if I can give you a bit of advice is, you know, obviously, drink your bung bung coffee. Second bit of advice... Rewatch Shallow Hell and see that it has held up. <laughs> and
0: Duncan checks in.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, third bit of advice is go find yourself a couple of cool 60 year olds, have a steak, wine, and marijuana dinner.
0: Don't judge a book by its cover. No. Uh, <laughs>
1: I never would have expected that I was going to have a night like that. No, two nights into my Adelaide trip.
0: Yeah, yeah. 60, 60 year olds on the on the green and the you know the, the steaks and the wine. What was it? We going red wine?
1: Uh started off with some white. Yeah, then moved into a kind of like a, a dry, like refrigerated pinot. Mm-hmm. So we're going a bit more pinky. Wow. Then we went red, and then we finished with the dessert wine. Oh, like a like a mead or um, port? A mead. I don't, a mead feels very medieval. Uh, I think it's like <laughs> fermented. Like it's it was, it was very something uh, to do with honey, right? Yeah, yeah. it was very sweet, and uh, yeah, it was very nice. Mm. And yeah, big cheese platter. Oh my god! It was. you come over, man. I've got, I've got to. <laughs> I've got to. My goodness, I've got to move out of here. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow, um, and. Oh, I forgot. I forgot where I was going. Oh yeah, the yeah. guy. Yeah. Cooked it on this this ridiculous oh,
1: barbecue. He told me the story of how he got this barbecue, where he was uh, he was in Germany and they were selling this beautiful. Uh, what's, I can't think of the brand. It's called like Gaspal or Gasmate or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. And he was saying they they're doing bidding and you can kind of bid against one another. And I th- I think he was a little bit out of it at the time, might have been smoking his weed vape or something like that. And he kept kind of bidding against himself. So he kind of upped the price <laughs> <laughs> because he was just cooked. Yeah. So he ended up paying uh, a fair bit more than he thought he would. But yeah, part gas, of the deal guess mate, they they look incredible. Mate. Oh, so good. So it's uh he he got this that's the one. That's the, that's the actual one, is it? I, almost. Yeah, it's got like wow. a fridge compartment, then like a little storage unit, then it's a big, beautiful barbecue. Yeah, it's,
0: it's better than my actual kitchen.
1: <laughs> that is crazy. It's unbelievable. So, But the deal was that they had to set it up all themselves. And in total, everything there weighs about 750 kilograms. And they were bringing in crates, like the crates that the animals travelled in in the feature film Madagascar. <laughs> <laughs> They bring these crates through their their backyard and they set up this beautiful uh, um, barbecue. And I was a little bit worried when he started cooking the steaks because he was getting a bit wobbly. Yeah. By this point, and he uh, he's kind of setting it up and he's letting the thing heat up. And his wife, who wasn't smoking, is like, "Are you are you going to do this or not?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm getting to it." <laughs> but he pops. <laughs> having too on. much fun. Yeah. Two of us are having it kind of like medium to well done, and then the rest of them are having. Uh, uh, medium to rare, right? And he uh, he puts uh, the first two on. He's like, great. She's like, you don't want to leave them on too long. He's like, no, 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 I got it. He's like, I'm going to leave them on for two minutes and then we're going to get the others on. And I was worried that something was going to go wrong. Yeah, I was like, it's either going to be blue or it's going to be cooked beyond belief. Yeah, It was perfect. One of the best steaks I've ever had.
0: Wow. Yeah. With the... Uh, <laughs> Senior
1: citizens, with <laughs> <laughs> your words, just in case they're listening. Yeah. I think they're very youthful and and sp- sprightly. Well, they if they, they are, they probably moxie. are listening. Yeah. <laughs> right in my demo. Yeah, great. Wow, that's. <laughs> What yeah? What a start to your festival yeah! Season. And I'm here for another eight nights, so it's um, who knows what else is yet to come. Yeah. What you haven't seen yet? Man, come bring me adventures. They're gonna come have to a, my show and then let's have do a pool party in a heritage yeah. Listed yeah, pool. Yeah, yeah. Come on over. <laughs> my
0: goodness. Um, what what type of who who do you channel as an actor? As an
1: actor, yeah, I channel the great Ian McCallum. Oh. <laughs> no. no. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I mean, in comedy, I, I, I'm a big fan of Bo Burnham. Yep. So I do musical stuff as well. And I think whenever you see an Australian musical comedian, you can often kind of put them into two categories. They're either more similar to Bo Burnham, mm-hmm. or they're more similar to Tim Minchin. Right,
0: yeah, I'm not. I'm not as well versed on Tim Minchin. I've, yeah. of course, seen his stuff, but, but yeah,
1: very wordy, yeah. kind of cool stuff. And uh, and you know, you'll find your own style, but you yeah, kind of those are the two categories. And I kind of lean a bit more towards the Bo Burnham side of things. Yeah, so that's as a comedian, I think I I, I fall into that realm. Uh, as an actor, uh, oh man, whom I'm I'm one of a kind.
0: Love it. <laughs> love it thank you so much i think if i was an if i was going to channel an actor i think i wouldn't i probably wouldn't have a choice but to go samuel l jackson
1: <laughs> yeah you don't have a choice yeah
0: <laughs> and just like just curse just curse as much as possible <laughs> that would be very
1: fun yeah he's got his niche yeah. and it, it works for him yeah yeah i love that yeah i love that and there's other guys
0: there's other guys like um i think De Niro is probably an underrated cursor. Like, I think he does a lot more of it than you realise. Yeah. And he's good at it. He's a great cursor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so you don't have to just be an angry black man. You can be... Robert De Niro. An angry Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) I'd love to see you in a film where you play Samuel L. Jackson's son. I'd
0: love that. He'd have to have a white wife, but...
1: Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. I think Samuel will be okay with that. Samuel,
0: maybe... um,
1: Yeah, who would be your mum in this feature film?
0: Oh, I've got a, I've got a. It could be like a Susan Sarandon.
1: Oh man, or um, she's a
0: hot mom. Ju, a Julie, uh, what's her name? Julianne Moore.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my mum's like redheaded. my mom's a redhead. There you so go. that's okay. why I've gone for yeah, those. Great. No, yeah, great. Very well casted.
0: Yeah, Nicole Kidman, but she's. I get the feeling that she's on a bitch. Whoa, I don't know, man. I can. You know how you can kind of like you can kind of get a bit of someone's personality from yeah. the oh, yeah, characters yeah, that yeah. they play.
1: Yeah, I just get I just get this.
0: feeling. she she doesn't seem like a fun person to be around. <laughs> to me,
1: I don't know. I think I'm. I
0: think I'm not trying to burn bridges with Nicole Kidman here. Yeah. I suppose have her on next week. So, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you got to cut this as well. Yeah. Cut <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Okay. So Samuel L. Jackson. Let's say Julianne Moore. Yeah. And if I had a sibling. Okay. Um, I'm thinking Michael B. Jordan. Sure, yeah. Older yeah. sibling.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same
0: Same mum? Same mum, but uh, dad's genes sort of attach themselves a little bit harder yeah, to him. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Great. Yeah. And that'll, that'll all be said in the movie. There's got to be exposition to explain that. No, no, no. No, no exposition,
0: no. just was understood doesn't need to be explained. okay yeah Great.
1: Cool. <laughs> I'm just
0: uh, I don't get it. <laughs> well, uh, nobody asked you because you got free tickets so, okay so. <laughs> right so that's the cast. What's yep. the movie? um I think I think it's similar to like uh, family vacation <laughs> yeah and but we're in like a third world country.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the United States. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, on our way to like Moose World or whatever it's called. Moose <laughs> World. What What's the name of the? Do you remember the name of the? Oh, uh, like that Wally Wally world, world. Yeah, world.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're in the United States. Um, <laughs> Joe third, Biden, Third World America. Yeah, yeah. Joe Biden's president. Everything's falling apart. <laughs> and we're yeah, we're trying to travel together, okay. and um, I don't know. I don't know where the where you know the. The second act would take us sure, um, but yeah,
1: of course, there'd be some sort of. Um, I reckon. How about this? You get to the theme park, you get on a roller coaster. Mm. There's snakes on the roller coaster. This is a sequel to Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, so get <laughs> these. The stakes are lower, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucking
0: snakes off my motherfucking roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I'd say the stakes the stakes are higher. Do you reckon? Well, he's got to be moving a long cart-, cart cart on a roller coaster oh, which yeah, yeah. seems dangerous.
1: And it won't stop.
0: No, 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 no.
1: There's I'm invested. Yeah.
0: Something's happened to the the control panel. Someone <laughs> dropped a bung bung coffee on it. It's gone <laughs> yeah, the yeah. speed's gone yeah, up. Yeah, you've you got to promote your it's coffee. Yeah. It's in highly the film. caffeinated That's this in your contract. roller coaster.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it Gosh. sounds it sounds like a good film. Yeah, I can't wait. Coming out in March twenty twenty five. Yes. Exactly. We're going to streamline it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to streamline it. And it's going to be straight to streaming.
1: <laughs> straight to VHS. <laughs> uh,
0: who would play you in the story? or oh, I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> of, of my family going on a vacation. Great. Who would you play would me? be. I'll yeah, tell. Wait. I'll tell you what. Your the per, there would be someone playing you. Yeah. As like as like a, a gas station attendant. <laughs> 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 who would be playing
1: so that's okay? Great. Uh, who would be playing? I reckon we've got to get Jason Alexander in. Yes, this is going to be finally his award winning role.
0: This is going to be the Seinfeld <laughs> reunion we've been waiting for. And we'll get the yeah. whole cast Julia Louis Dreyfus, <laughs> Michael Richards. We'll, yeah. we'll uncancel him for a minute, get yeah, him back just for a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Jerry, of course.
1: <laughs> Man, this why great. is
0: this roller coaster going so fast? <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's snakes on the roller coaster, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) It's all snakes, Jerry. (laughs) Oh, sounds good. Great, sounds good. Yeah, let's make it happen.
0: Um, We need crowdfunding. We need you to buy as much coffee as you can. That we're going to funnel coffee money straight into the film, (laughs) Um, and we're going to yeah, we'll set up a GoFundMe uh, at the link below. And (laughs) let's let's see what we can do. (laughs) How does that go? How does a GoFundMe work? Do you have to get
1: to the goal to get the money? Oh, mate, I think one. There's a couple of them, uh, and one of them I know is a bit more flexible.
0: Right, we need to use that one. Yeah, yeah, we need the flexible one. (laughs) Yeah,
1: because the the amount of money we need is very high.
0: Yeah, there's there's some. Big names.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're going to need billions of dollars. <laughs> this is going to be the most expensive feature film ever made.
0: Be, yeah, this is the Tropic Thunder remake.
1: Oh, it's also that?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the Tropic Thunder remake with a, a taste of um, the, the Griswolds <laughs> plus insert the Seinfeld reunion. Holy moly. Yeah. I can't wait. I, I think this is an easy sell. Like I, I could go to a production company right now and yeah. be
1: like, I've got something for you. They'd be like, I think, I think (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot going on. And I think they'll, honestly, I don't think it's going to get made. I'm sorry to break it to you. (sighs) I, you know, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer here, but... It's going to get a lot of, I don't know what I just saw. Yeah. It's yeah. going to get a lot of unimpressed, highly confused, <laughs> not my cup of tea.
0: <laughs> How could you possibly let me spend $30 on this? <laughs> and by 2025 movie tickets. I mean, they're going to be $50. Oh, yeah. But we're straight to streaming.
1: Yeah, so it doesn't matter.
0: But every streamer is going to have to up their prices to pay for this film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Um. What else? What else has been happening? <laughs>
1: oh man! I uh, what's been going on? I
0: uh, you changed your look. So we talked about we talked about the Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, You've yeah. Let's talk
1: about my my look on an audio based program.
0: <laughs> We've got a camera.
1: What the hell? Oh my god! Cut that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: have you got? Have you got a a uh, a muse for your new style? A muse? What? <laughs> a space muse? Like a, yeah. a, an inspiration? Do you have a? anyone in mind when you go to the, the shops <laughs> and you're like oh, i want you know people go to the you know how people go to the shops <laughs> you know, people go to the barber right and they yeah. have a photo and they're like make oh. my hair look like this i, yeah, Do you I have did. an idea uh, a picture of what you want to look like when you go <laughs> to the shops.
1: sure i i, I took a, a photo of myself <laughs> from the last haircut i had <laughs> yeah. this is my first time getting a haircut from uh, someone other than my usual barber in like twelve years, because you got your haircut in Perth. I did, yeah. yeah. So it was a real gamble. Yeah, uh, but I think she did a good job. Yeah, uh, happy with the work. Uh, actually, I remember uh, maybe about ten years ago, I got really into Entourage, the television series.
0: Entourage.
1: I don't think that's uh, how I say it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a lot of Italian inflection. There's <laughs> a bit of Italian in it. Sure, there's <laughs> some. There's some Italian. When I was a teenager, I thought it was the best show ever made. I love it. I still love it. Yeah, I, I did a rewatch. Like shallow hell, I don't think it's aged super well. It's I don't mind f- it. Very rich men, uh, fucking women, and doing drugs, living that lifestyle. But there's not real. There's the only drug really is weed. There's
0: a season where he gets hooked on coke. Coke,
1: yeah, yeah. But
0: like, it's it's pretty harmless. There's not as much sex as it seems like when you go and rewatch it. It's not as much sex as like Mindy Kaling thinks it is. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think because I've I went back and rewatched it yeah. specifically because I saw so much like stuff reemerging on Twitter about right, like yeah. um, how it's it hasn't aged well and all. Yeah. That. And I was like, oh, was it that bad? And I went back and I was like, it's, it's just like um, it's uh, dream fulfillment. Like yeah, you sure. you just want to be something and take the rest of your crew along for the ride. Right. Like yeah. it's
1: it's well, because it's inspired by like Mark Wahlberg yeah. and his early life. So yeah, I mean it's fun. You know, yeah. I enjoyed it. It was a big inspiration it's for not me for the a while. Sopranos. No. <laughs> but there was a time there where yeah, I was a big fan of that show. Yeah. And uh, I remember going to during the show and being like, This is what I want to look like. Yes. And she was like I reckon we can do that. I want to look like yes, and she was like, "I reckon we can do that." And I got my hair cut like Vincent Chase.
0: Well, before he got the haircut, remember he gets, yeah, haircut he gets a haircut and ruins cut No, but he had like the curly hair, curly, kind of, uh,
1: yeah, like not bangs, but kind of like a bit of curls at the front. Yeah, and she, was like, she was like, "This is doable." She's like, "So often people come in and they show a photo of someone with a completely different hair type." Right here. and she's like. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, what i yeah.
0: always show my barber. He can never pull it yeah.
1: off uh excuse me barber i'd like to look like this uh, <laughs> blake that's bob marley <laughs> yeah i want to give it a go <laughs> yeah hook it up aren't you say, I the best yeah clay said i would uh, look really good with this hair <laughs> <laughs>
0: um okay so so vincent chase yeah with the same but different style like in in terms of clothing
1: yeah, yeah. I, uh, up until the age of 14, I only wore basketball shorts. Okay. Uh, you're wearing basketball shorts now. Yeah. Uh, they're great. They're very comfortable. They are. The, right. These
0: ones have pockets, but Whoa. shit pockets.
1: Well, you can't play on the court with them.
0: They're shallow. Yeah. Like how? And <laughs> <laughs> when I sit down, my phone falls out <laughs> every right. single time. Man. Now look at it. Whoa, your
1: phone's all broken. Yeah,
0: because of my stupid basketball shorts.
1: Man, you gotta you got to try different pants. I know. Because first time I ever wore jeans, I can... You so remember I, the first time you watched jeans? I do, yeah. What well, a strange thing to know. How old were you when you first wore jeans? I was 14. No. I, I'd never wore jeans before. I was a short boy. Right. Um, And I remember it because, so I've spoken with you about this. I did a thing called Class Clowns. Yes. Which is a comedy competition, part of the Melbourne Comedy Festival for secondary school students. Yes. And I, I did that, did my heat, got through to the state final. Then I got through to the national final. So my fourth or third ever gig was at the Melbourne Town Hall in front of 2,000 people. Unbelievable. Truly. and uh, I still uh,
0: haven't performed to 2,000 people.
1: Yeah, well, I haven't since. <laughs> my, my career's been on a steady decline. <laughs> um, but I remember, because, yeah, for the Heat and for the state final, I wore, like, my nicest shirts, but I was wearing my basketball shorts. Yeah. Because and, and, that's what I was into, you know. But for the national final, mum was like, do you want to try some jeans? And I went, okay. You know, why not? Let's give it a go. So I got a straight cut. Yep. And, uh, and a nice tap-out T-shirt. Oh, tap-out. Yeah. Went for
0: it. UFC, MMA yeah. stuff. Yeah. Nice. Got Aggressive.
1: A, got a haircut and, uh, you know, tried to look presentable. Was it the Vinnie Chase cut? No, this was shorter. Shorter. It was uh, the cocaine bus cut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and that was the first time I wore jeans and then I started liking it. And there's kind of a, an unspoken rule in comedy where, which is you can't wear shorts on stage yeah and which you know I do now because I'm more confident that uh, I, I'm funny and no one should care about seeing my calves yeah and I've got real nice calves you do thanks so much
0: you do and I would I mean if I had calves like that I would wear shorts on stage yeah man um keep working on them yeah I'm trying I'm let's trying. do some workouts. <laughs> do some calf raises yeah. um now've ne- I've never worn shorts on stage
1: no really
0: there's a lot of there's a when I'm wearing shorts there's a lot of leg, you know what I yeah. mean? So I'm yeah. not sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I used to uh I used to have a rule cuz I used to wear Hawaiians every time I performed. Yeah. Even if I was just doing a shitty open mic, doing 4 minutes, I, I I'd have a Hawaiian on. Yeah. But then I started, this was in my period when I was still figuring out what my style was mm-hmm. and how to be funny, I suppose. So I kind of came up with a rule, which was I'm only going to wear the Hawaiian when I'm doing stuff that I know is good. So then I started doing uh, gigs in just more casual clothing. Yep. Uh, and that was my new material uh, wear. Right. Uh, but now, if I was still wearing Hawaiians frequently, I'd wear them to every gig because I'm fucking crushing nice <laughs> buy tickets buy tickets i'm beside myself
0: blake everett yeah. Rushing it come along doesn't even need it doesn't even need a hawaiian to get it done
1: no nah, man man
0: that's i like i like having a different uniform for new material
1: yeah <laughs> i don't mind that at all So you like your home and away jersey yeah, yeah yeah i like that i like that <laughs> i um
0: I like I try to just go as plain as possible no distractions. Yeah, yeah. Um so I, yeah, just like a plain tea. Um lately I've even been thinking about um long sleeves more. Like just sure, so just so yeah. people aren't trying to like especially in like a 1 hour show, you know, people towards the end may start getting distracted and start trying to look at tattoos or whatever. I just yeah, like yeah. just trying to avoid that that stuff but i'm a sweaty
1: boy man yeah
0: i can't go for that i just can't do long (laughs) sleeves it's hard
1: maybe you should perform behind a curtain so then they're not going to get distracted by anything jb
0: smooth does that kind of shit he'll like do a
1: whole set just looking at the curtain
0: (laughs) (laughs) is that how easy it is for you now bro like just just mix it up to like give yourself a challenge (laughs) well i've done a couple of comedy challenge nights have you done any of these types of things. No, I
1: don't think so. Like, what? How's that work?
0: Um, you pick, you pick like a challenge out of a bucket, and like the yeah. whoever the room runner is is come up with all these challenges. And,
1: yeah.
0: Um, it might be, do your set with the light o- lights off, or do your set <laughs> okay uh, in full like house lights on.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you've got to plug in and listen to music while you try and give your set. Right. Okay. Um, That's fun. And yeah, I did. I did one where I had to look at the back of the room. <laughs> Um. well not the bat like the the curtain behind me yeah and yeah I did not deliver I couldn't I I did my set yeah. but it just yeah fucked with my timing yeah Um, you can't see the reactions yeah. like when do you when do you sort of naturally go again yeah fucked with me well, I didn't get any laughs I was right, I was doing yeah. gold
1: well, I'm kind of I think I'm a bit of a masochist because I kind of love putting myself on the back foot mm. Uh I I, uh, I love kind of, you know, I'll have my five, seven minutes or whatever that I, I know back to front. And, yeah. You know, I can play around with a bit. But I often like to come out onto the stage and just riff on maybe an idea that I've had during the day. Yeah. And kind of just, you know, spend a little bit of time, but doing something that's not trialed and tested. Yeah. And kind of getting the audience to be like, you know, oh, is this guy actually going to be any good? Yeah. You know, it's kind of, it's fun. And then when you go into the, the trial and tested stuff, you kind of surprise them. Yeah, okay. Um, but then it's also good, like sometimes you'll come out and you'll do a little riff and they'll love it. And you're like, okay, great. You know, the yeah. new stuff is good. Yeah, got a new bit. I've uh, I've <laughs> I've got a brand new bit that I've been doing. This isn't in my show, so I don't mind talking about it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've done this maybe five times now where I come out and I say, um, yeah, I remember when I was a kid, I, uh, I used to think the easiest way to die was by putting a plastic bag on your head. Like I get a plastic bag even remotely close to my head and my mum would be like, Blake, you're going to suffocate. And then growing up, what I've learned is it's not actually you know that easy to die from it. And then I get a plastic bag out of my pocket <laughs> and put it on my head. And then I keep doing my routine. And then after the next joke, I get out some gaffer tape and I gaffer the plastic bag around my neck so all the air's stuck in there. Yeah. Then I'm doing my routine for another like two minutes with a plastic bag on my head, just heavily breathing and you can see the plastic bag blowing up and then kind of sucking in and going into my mouth and it's it's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, but the tension in the room is palpable because everyone there knows not to put a plastic bag on your head. Yeah. And everyone's just so tense, <laughs> and it's but so they, much fun. But they know you're not going to die. <laughs> but there's a risk. They don't know that, right? Maybe I will. Maybe tonight <laughs> is the final gig for Blake Everett. <laughs> I love
0: that. That's fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I um, I get very. I'm still. I'm still very like insecure and nervous and so. That's probably yeah. why. I, um, yeah, had some trouble the other night, but like. Yeah. Yeah, new new like I would just go to an open mic um and do it do a new stuff. I get so fucking anxious. I get anxious yeah. doing gold, but like do yeah. doing new stuff, I'm just like, oh man, I'm
1: gonna be sick. Yeah. 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 It's uh, you know, one day you'll be a veteran like me. One day yeah. in seven years <laughs> yeah. from now, yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, I mean it's daunting, you know. It's uh it's a scary thing to Put yourself up there. I remember I was with Pete James once uh, after our comedy fest shows, and we were just sitting in our, our car, just kind of debriefing. And a cop car pulls up behind us. We must have looked a little bit dodgy, mm. you know, and he just kind of comes up, knocks on the window. He's like, "Hey guys, I uh, we'll just go do a random breath test because um, even if it is a thing. Even if you're just sitting in your car, um, it's not turned on, you can get fined if you're over the limit." So, be safe out there.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I thought the key had to, like, at least be in the admission no, I think or you can...
1: It depends on the cop, I guess. Yeah, you right. You know, they're all cunts, but <laughs> some of them are even bigger cunts. Yeah. <laughs> lives, uh, lives matter. That's, uh, that's so true. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, blue lives matter.
0: <laughs> uh, actually, all lives matter? don't know if you've uh, heard. No,
1: no. Not all lives. Just, just cops. <laughs> cops lives matter. No. I, I wish them all the best, but they should defund the police and... <laughs> Put the money, you know, the, the put the money into the roads. There's potholes everywhere. They're not trained for every. Anyway, I don't <laughs> want to go. It. Actually, let's talk about it for a minute. I think I believe that the police should be defunded. Mm-hmm. But my thought is, you know, obviously there's going to be situations where police are needed. Yes. Sorry for getting serious all of a sudden. No, let's do But it. this is something that I am invested in, because. Uh, Often people hear the phrase defund the police and they just go fucking crazy. They're like, no, you can't do that. Yeah, well, it's like, no, we're just saying that, you know, it's a multi-million dollar industry, especially in the US, yeah. you know, so much money goes into it and these people aren't being properly trained for everything. Like, you shouldn't be sending the same person who's going to a hostage situation... Uh, and then also going to a, a domestic abuse call out. Yeah. You know, there should be someone that's specifically trained for that and yeah. then have the person that's specifically trained for the other thing.
0: And also working, working like double shifts and sh- sh- shouldn't be allowed when you have to use your judgment so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, so that's, that's what I mean when I say it. And uh, thanks for listening to me get a little bit serious for a moment. Now I'm going to go back to, what was I talking about?
0: Um, <laughs> kill, uh, killing yourself on stage with a plastic yeah, bag yeah, or something? Yeah. So like
1: I recommend that everyone at home, <laughs> on behalf of Clay and the potty, uh, put a plastic bag on your head tonight, okay? Give and it a crack. Give it a go. If you make it through the night, send an email through. Could
0: be the best sleep of your life. Could <laughs> it, it, the it longest. could be the longest. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually had uh, like five or six cops in the yeah. front row of my show last night. Oh, wow, yeah. And they were... Blind, really blind, like yeah. on duty. I oh, know they weren't on duty. Yeah, black comedian
1: in Gluttony. Let's go watch it. <laughs> yeah,
0: no. Well, I've got <laughs> several jokes that sort of take shots at police. Yeah, yeah.
1: And um,
0: yeah. they they loved it. Yeah, they yeah. were actually the the one portion of the audience that had a a good hour. <laughs> they they loved oh, it. They loved it. Yeah, they loved yeah, it. Good, yeah. Um but yeah i don't know sensitivity yeah like but I, I do like getting that that reaction that's not a laugh sometimes like yeah. Like yeah. The, oh that like i heard um oh that's fucked last night <laughs> <laughs> i was like it's funny yeah. It's a, it's a joke. That's why, like, yes, it's fucked. It's yeah, to get a, a, supposed a, to
1: be fucked. A, you know, a real-life genuine response like that. Yeah. Is, it's very amusing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I was saying. So Pete James and I are sitting in a car. You got, yes. Yeah, so and this police officer uh, comes up, does a breath test uh, on me. Uh, and then he's like, what have you been up to tonight? I'm like, oh, you know, we've both just been doing comedy shows. We're just kind of sitting here talking about it. And he went, comedy? He's like, fuck. As he starts zipping up his bulletproof vest, it's like, comedy, <laughs> I could never do that. Too scary. It's like, dude. That's, yeah, that's crazy. You're wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah. You think you're going to get shot tonight. Yeah,
0: you're nervous, bro. <laughs> I, I'm
1: not nervous. So that just, yeah, baffles me that, you know, and I meet people Different so often impression. that are so scared by public speaking. And yeah. I think I used to be... Um, I used to be really nervous every now and again if I'm doing a big gig I, w- I will get kind of nervous and I think it's good to get nervous. Yeah. Cuz if you're nervous it means you care you about care. what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's so important. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um even my most confident I've ever been in my life was on a basketball court. Yeah, yeah. And I used to get the biggest butterflies in my stomach sure, before yeah, every yeah, game. Yeah. yeah. Um knowing that I was going to perform. Mm. But um yeah, yeah it's, it's good if you if you're not getting nervous. Yeah, like you said, you don't care or you you're not interested. You're not present. Yeah, there's got to be some like some level of nerves. You know, yeah. you don't want to be having a panic attack before
1: every show. But no, yeah, yeah, you got to care. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, is there is there anything else you want to go over before we uh, wrap it up?
1: Um, I don't think so. I just want everyone out there to <laughs> live their best life. Make sure
0: make sure while you're. Living your best life. Yeah. You buy tickets to Brett. I'm uh, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> I did this last time.
1: Blake Everett. Yeah. Uh, I get called Brett I'm so often. I'm beside myself. Um, you've, you've just you're on a list of uh, people that call me Brett. So don't feel too bad.
0: No, no. I called you Blake last time, but I called you Blake Everton. Everton. That's yeah, right. Yeah. I had. A, I actually had a client at the time. At the time with the last name Everton, yeah. and it just like fucking came out, and I didn't <laughs> notice until.
1: I was editing clips (laughs) and I saw it I was like, you fucking moron. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) There was a teacher at my high school whose name was Mr. Everett and my last name's Everett. Yeah. And I remember once I was just standing next to him or he came up to me and he was like, Mr. Everett? And I went, no, that's you. (laughs) (laughs) And he just (laughs) just goes silent for a moment and goes, sorry. (laughs) What a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No That's you He would have felt like such a fool man What an idiot Oh shit Oh shit I fucking love that Oh that got me Oh man Everybody Go buy tickets to Blake (laughs) I'm beside myself I am beside myself Go see this show He's a very funny man I've seen him many times Uh, Gets Gets me losing it like that in person every time you've got to go and see the show um i'm gonna go see it this week so hopefully i'll see you there do you have any promo codes or anything for the people that stuck around Nah, pay nah. full price yeah
1: <laughs> support <laughs> support live comedy your dogs i might i might have a discount code but check my instagram at blake you filthy cam like you why are you uh, yeah, yeah, full word. full word, yeah. The
0: yeah. <laughs> full word. Blake, you filthy cow on Instagram. Uh, follow, have a look at the stories, the posts, see if any, any promo codes pop up. If they don't, pay full price like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> right? All right. Love you guys. Don't forget you love yourselves. And as always, bung bung.